Hello there, guys, and welcome back to the Living Fit Podcast. How's everyone been this week? Um, hope you've been great. There's been a drastic change in the weather, hasn't there? Um, bonfire Halloween is over. Bonfire night, sorry, is over. Halloween is over, and all the Christmas decorations are starting to come out. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little bit excited. I don't normally get excited about these this sort of stuff, but we're in Edinburgh at the moment with the show, and it's just all feeling a little bit too exciting. You know, feeding myself mulled wine, going out to the Christmas markets, looking at the Christmas decorations. It's just getting me uh, all nice and cosy and excited. And all the more reason to get excited if you have that plan in place. If health and fitness is going well, your energy is good, you're kind of looking how you want to uh, look, work is going well as well, you know, all the reason to sort of plan um, and kind of enjoy yourself over Christmas. I think the worry and the um, the anxiety and frustration sometimes come. A lot of my clients sometimes can feel a bit, bit apprehensive about Christmas because it's coming up and how will they keep to, to all of this? But that the more reason to relax and enjoy yourself and celebrate when you've been working so hard, when you've got that plan um, and when you have an off day, it's far easier just to get straight back on the horse if you fall off. The, the frustration comes if you haven't got a plan, you fall off and then you kind of feel like you're not in control and there's no way um, of climbing yourself back. So yeah, I'm good at the moment. I um, hope you're all good. hope energy is, is good, uh, as is mine, and Christmas is coming. Today, we're going to talk about one success principle. There's, there's essentially three success principles that I talk through with my clients, which I think are absolutely solid and so important in order to get sustainability and longevity within your health and fitness. And we're going to talk about one of those today, and that is devotion, being devoted to the course. A lot of people they can come on board my program uh, and they get, you know, they get excited. It's that shiny object syndrome and it's great in two, three weeks and I feel amazing, energies through the roof and then the shiny object syndrome wears off um, and then they start to um, feel all these ingredients that we start to give them accountability, things that we're going to talk about in a minute and that's when I see a noticeable mindset shift in them. You know, they're grounded the way they're talking, they're not self-sabotaging themselves and rather than that excited sort of um, 10 out of 10 energy, they're grounded um, and they think the words they use, the way they go about their workouts uh, totally change and that's when I witness this sort of stuff seeping in to their fitness. So what are the problems when, we, um, when we're starting out with, with health and fitness and we don't have the kind of three success principles in place? Like I said, we get that shiny object syndrome and it's, we're naturally looking for that next thing. If it's a new vest from Nike or Lululemon or Under Armour, it is the latest supplement that's out. It's some new trainers. It's going on holiday, whatever it is. We're constantly looking for the next thing and I have to pull myself back sometimes and go, then that's not the thing that is going to get you um, results. Being devoted to the course, being devoted to your own health and fitness journey is one of the key things um, that will get you there. And we're going to talk through the three in weeks to come, but we're going to uh, just focus on on devoted and how to be devoted on the course today. Um, another problem is that people get bored. People get bored so easy. You know, two, three weeks in, um, oh, I've done this before, you know, um, yeah, it was good, but now I just, I'm looking for something else. I'm looking for uh, for that new thing. Or they don't progress um, because maybe they're not doing it or uh, they're impatient. So therefore, again, they start to blame um, others or, you know, it's not working, it's your fault. Or, um, yeah, but this, this uh, fat burner isn't working whatever it is um and one a big problem is that people don't have options people are down one road if it's like you say it's the no carb diet and they go to the christmas party and there's sausage rolls and cake it's like ah i either eat it and fall off the wagon or i don't eat it and stay on track so they don't have options therefore they're not free therefore they don't feel in control so um 
it's far easier to, to get off that horse, if you get me. So devotion. Um, devotion enables us to be committed to the course. It enables us to go, I'm in control and actually nothing else matters because I'm prioritizing myself and I realize once I prioritize my, well, I said that word, prioritize myself, um, I'm then in control and I feel so good that I can actually help other people. My energy's through the roof and I'm so far proactive at work. I feel I'm far more energetic and my energy's higher and I'm far more confident going into these auditions. So this podcast is basically giving us options now of, of how to be devoted to the cause, cause, um, cause, 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 cause. Uh, and there's three key ingredients that I think if we implement these, we are putting those habits into place to be devoted because there's there's two types of people or there's three types of people. One, the uh, third type of person is they're not bothered about being devoted to their health and fitness, so they're fine, whatever, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, there's two people that one is they want to get devoted and they just naturally are. You know, I would say I just naturally have always been devoted to sports, to clean eating and all that sort of stuff. It's just the way I am. It's just where I've been brought up and I get great pleasure from it. There's the other person that knows that they need and want to change, um, but they find it slightly difficult. Um, and that's due to, to many things, how they've grown up, how they got schooled, um, who they're living with, all that sort of stuff. And the good news is, if you're that second type of person, you can be devoted to a cause, but you just have to put those habits into place. So what are those habits and what are the three key ingredients that you need to be putting into place? So number one is accountability. If you're putting something into place, it's if it's a job, if it's um, a new health and fitness thing, if it's learning to play the piano, you have to have someone to hold you accountable if you're not naturally devoted to that. Let's take playing the piano, for instance. You might get a piano teacher and you might go to someone's house once a week or do it over Zoom and that weekly meeting is the thing that keeps you accountable. It keeps giving you the brain food and even though you don't want to go sometimes, it's creeping in and before we know it, the habit's in place, we can play a few tunes, we playing the piano at a Christmas party and we're I like this. The habit's in place, therefore, we're naturally devoted and we can take the journey um, on board. So, how do we get accountable? It can be friends, uh, telling good friends what we're doing. Hey, I'm learning to play the piano at the moment. Um, what do you think of this song? Or if I ever say that I don't want to go to my lesson, I don't know why we're talking about pianos, but we'll just go with it. Um, if I ever don't want to go to my lesson, can you hold me accountable? Can you say, get your ass to um, the, the piano lesson or whatever? Other is a coach or a teacher or somebody that you trust or someone who you want to, who you admire and you want to be like. So it could be a coach, it could be a teacher, it could just be someone um, you like listening to but they make you want to be better they naturally move the goalposts for you they're the people that are going to keep you accountable it could be well that person is deadlifting 100 kilograms i'm only on 60 i want to get to 100 um kilograms whatever it is that's another way um of holding you accountable the other thing is potentially not friends but being involved with a group of like-minded individuals that are all striving for the same thing i went to drama school um you weren't necessarily friends with everyone in the year but there's a slight competitive element to it. If someone goes and gets headshots um, at a certain place, if someone uses a certain singing teacher, there's a certain element of, okay, well, we're all growing together. We're all in this together. It's slightly competitive, but it's a kind of healthy competitive thing. So actually being involved with a group regularly uh, and having that brain food and letting them keep you accountable and, again, moving the goalposts, that's naturally, before we know it, putting those habits into place and then we're like, 
hold on a minute, this is quite nice. I like playing the piano at Health and Fitness Party. I like being able to do 50 push-ups in one go. I like being able to take my top off on in the beach, on the beach, and not feeling um, underconfident. So all these things start to sink in. Number two is a plan. We have to have a plan in place. The plan gives us vision. And if we don't have vision, if we can't see what we want, there's no way that that's going to happen. Like getting a plan could simply be looking at a picture of someone's body and going, I want to look like that. Then you have how do you get from A to B? You have the vision. Um, if you don't have the vision, it's very hard for that then to happen. So the plan, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. What do you want? What do you want to happen? Do you want to be able to play the piano in six weeks? Do you want to have um, abs in 90 days? Do you want to be able to run a marathon in um, 365 days? Whatever it is then how do you get there? You've got the vision, but then you need that that through line, that through journey. Okay, well, if I eat this, if I do this, if I run this, if I rest this much, then it will happen. And again, that's going to come down to those people, that person you trust, keeping you accountable. Then the third thing, it's got to be progressive. If you went to that piano lesson and you just played Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars for six months, it would feel great, but that wouldn't push you out of your comfort zone. And it's the same with the gym. It's the same with home workouts. It's the same with yoga. It has to be progressive and you have to have that person constantly pushing you out of that comfort zone, constantly giving you stuff that I don't really want to do. It feels a bit eggy. It feels a bit like treacle, but you know what? I've done it and I've gone out of my comfort zone. It's the same when I had an operation uh, a few weeks ago. I really didn't want to have it, but you know what? When I woke up, I was like, it was actually fine. I was budged out of my comfort zone, but I feel better, I feel stronger, I feel more powerful um, because of it. So, so that's the plan aspect. Then you have to have that why. You have to have that strong reason to change. If you don't have the strong reason to change, if it's just because everyone else is doing it, if it's because my mum told me to, it's never going to happen. That's when the shiny object syndrome comes in and you're going to fail after three weeks. And believe you me, I've seen it. I've seen it on board um, the team. You get the people that are really committed and they're really excited and it gets to three weeks and they just go off the radar. It happens. I'm sure you see my Instagram and you think everyone succeeds and no, and not everyone succeeds. And the people that succeed are the people that have the strong enough why, that strong reason to change, that, that internal drive, that internal goal. And that actually comes from an internal goal rather than an external goal. An internal goal would be, uh, I want to get better because um, I'm doing this for my career. An external goal is, I want to get better because I've got a holiday coming up in eight weeks. And both are valid, but internal goals are far more powerful than external goals. Uh, and for me, I feel I'm so motivated and so driven because there's some internal goal inside. And to be honest, I haven't worked it out yet. But however, I've grown up of, of wanting to be you know, anyway, I won't go into a, a therapy session now, but yeah, there's internal and external goals and that comes from having a strong enough why. So number one is what's your reason? What is your reason to change? What is your reason to get bigger shoulders, a bigger chest or bigger glutes? What's your reason to play the piano? What is your reason to want to own your own business in, in a year's time, whatever that is? Number two is how will that affect your life? If you get it, how will that make your life better? If you have a strong core, if you can sprint five kilometers in 25 minutes, how is that going to benefit your life? If you're an actor, if you're a dancer, well, you're going to get injured far less. You're going to be, you're going to have endurance uh, in auditions to get through the roof. So on that fifth time you're at an audition trying to dance full out and everyone's tired, you're going to be the one at the front giving it absolute beans. If it's 
you want to own your business in, in one year, well, how is that going to affect your life? Well, you're going to have far more freedom. You're going to have far more financial freedom to do the things that you want. You're going to be able to then see those places across the world. You're going to be able to help your mum out, whatever that is. Um, so how is it going to affect your life? I think when people start to invest their money in things, they're not actually thinking about about the future. They're just thinking about about the now. And it's far more powerful, actually. And it's what I ask people on the phone calls. Like, okay, you want to lose 10 kilograms in 90 days why? How is it going to affect your life? How are you going to be better if you do that? And believe you me, when you have rough days on a program or on my program, that why is the thing that's going to get you through. If it's, I want to look amazing because I want to own my own business, whatever it is, it's flipping a soap shop, whatever, you know, that is the thing that's going to drive you through the 90 days and help you get amazing results. And if you don't have it, you're not going to get as as amazing results, simple as. Uh, Number three is, how will your life look if you don't get what you want? How will your life look if you can't play the piano in six months? How will your life look if you can't stand up at work and deliver um, a speech once a week to clients? Like if you're trying to get better at public speaking. So just trying to show you how being devoted to a cause can be anything. It doesn't have to be health and fitness, but you have that one of the first things is, okay, I'm devoted to something. How do I get there? And these three little ingredients, these three habits to put into place, once we get there and put them into place before you know it, it's like, hold on a minute, I'm flipping devoted to, to public speaking. When was I passionate about that? But it does work. So just to go through those. What's your reason? How will it affect your life in a positive way if it happens? And what will your life look like if you don't? If you don't lose 20 kilograms in six months, how will your life look like? Will you be going to the doctor and be like, do you know what? You're going to have an operation or yeah, you're you're seriously um, unhealthy. You know, your, your heart is is a certainly strained, whatever that may be. And that might sound deep. It might sound a little bit painful, but actually this the the sort of angles you do have to look at so how do you get devoted to the course you need a plan you need to be progressive you need to ask yourself what do you want you need to how are you going to get there uh, with the plan you need to keep yourself accountable you're going to do that from from your friends loved friends not friends that want to sabotage you a coach someone you trust someone you look up to constantly moving the goalposts and you need to have be around a strong group of like-minded individuals. I used to work at a gym and they did classes and the community there was amazing. And people used to go when they can't be bothered and they meet the friends. It's like, oh, no, they're up for it. Let's go for it. Um, it's the same with the team as well. We're all meeting for a Christmas party soon and just have those chats. And, you know, how's your journey been? What's your job? And it just boosts you. It lifts you and it encourages you. So accountability is just so important. Um, your why. How will it affect your life if you don't get it? How will it affect your life in a positive way if you do get it? And uh, what's your reason to change? Um Clients come on board, like I said, and they get super excited within the three weeks. Um, and then there's a drop. There's that drop. And it's when all this stuff starts to sink into place. Remember, it takes 90 days for a habit to happen. It then takes 365 days for something to be part of your lifestyle. So if you do something for 90 days, you then have to keep it going. You then have to keep progressing it in order for it to become part of your identity. And when it's part of your identity, it's harder not to do that thing than it is to do it. A lot of people go, you know, why don't you eat McDonald's? Why why, why do you go to the gym? It's like, I don't know. I've been doing it for so many years and I love it. I feel better doing the good things than not doing them. It would drive me crazy if I didn't work out five times a week. Um, Yes. 
So what I've put here is sometimes it's not easy just to be devoted. Sometimes you have to put the habits into place and that's what uh, we're doing here. And we think of those three people. The third person is they're just not bothered and that's absolutely fine. The second person is they is bothered, are bothered, but they're not naturally devoted to that cause. Like me now, if I was to learn the piano, I'm not naturally devoted. I'm not inspired to learn the piano, but then I would have to go through this sort of framework to do that. Um, and if you are someone that is in this number two position that you, you want to be devoted, but you're finding it hard and you've tried lots of things, Give me a message and let me talk through a couple of things with you um, that, and share a couple of videos uh, and a couple of trainings that I've done with my clients uh, and just to see if that helps you because I know what it feels like when you're at a lost end um, and you feel like you've tried everything um, and you have to believe in yourself that it can happen and by using this simple framework of putting it into place and hold, letting someone hold you accountable before you know it, it, it will sink into place. You know, we ha on the team we have lunchtime drop-ins which are Q&As every Friday. We have a live hit every single Sunday at 10am and there's a Q&A after that. We have weekly phone calls, we have a, a weekly check-in question. So these little, um, these little points within the week that's like, okay, well, they're holding me accountable now. I have to. And then you have a choice. Do I fill that questionnaire in or do I not? And if you're not, then, you know, it's never going to happen because one of the other principles is action. We'll, we'll talk about that in, in another couple of weeks. So that is me. I uh, hope you had an amazing week. Hope you've enjoyed this, how to be devoted to the cause and just ponder those three ingredients. Just like, okay, well, where, what am I missing? What's not happening? Uh, and what do I want to, to happen in 90 days, in six months, in a year, in five years, in 10 years? Um, but of course, you've got a plan and you've got to have that vision. Anyway, chatting on. Um, have a great weekend. Um, big love from me. Bye.